The Rocking Owl Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Rocking Owl Show. I'm Rocking Owl. The show presents a variety of audio clips containing content such as entrepreneurial, inspirational, and music of different types, plus other programming that is featured. If you like the shows, comment on the podcast page or email us at The Rocking Owl Show at rockingowlentertainment.ca. Social Media Trolls. A practical guide for dealing with impossible people. The Rocky Nell Show. What are social media trolls? They're people who deliberately provoke others online by saying inflammatory and offensive things. They live to make people upset and angry. Trolls, though they're cute yet ugly and laughable, they give life to our tales, ballads, and legends. Social media trolls, not so much. They wreck havoc. All a troll wants is to inflict pain, ridicule, and humiliate a targeted person. Left alone, these little social media misfits will tarnish your brand and reputation. But that doesn't mean you can't deal with them effectively. You can. I'll show you how. What are social media trolls? They're people who deliberately provoke others online by saying inflammatory and offensive things. They live to make people upset and angry. People like your fans and followers. They rant, post death threats, spew hate speech. They attack an opponent's character and say things to appeal to people's feelings rather than their intellect. They're foes, not friends, of your business, clearly. Don't mix trolls up with angry customers. The internet is filled with people stating their opinions, including upset folks wanting to share their negative but sincere beliefs. Not so with these digital devils. Trolls often don't believe a word they write, but say it anyway, just to piss off the others. Simply stated, social media trolls equals online bullies. Where can they be found? Trolls lurk online, wherever people comment, post, and share with others, like social media, of course, internet chat rooms, email groups, discussion forums, blogs. Internet trolls are nasty. They cause sleepless nights for you as a social media marketer. Same for your customer service agents. So then, it's good to know the difference between a troll with a goal versus a customer with a genuine rant. Troll or upset customer? Sometimes it's hard to tell. Both might appear irked, perhaps even furious or enraged. Fine. Look at the substance of their words. That's usually the telltale. Listen and think about their motivation. Do they appear frustrated, stating a seemingly authentic claim about your business, product, or service? Do they seek truth? Do they abide by social media etiquette? Or do they sound outraged, seething, and trying to incite rage in your brand or in other users? If so, you've got yourself a live social media troll, an internet misfit in the digital flesh. For the undelighted customer, listen to them. They want to be heard. If you address and resolve their issue, They'll be satisfied and those unhappy messages will cease, but not the online troll. They won't stop until they're forced out or get bored. Trolls aren't looking for resolutions. They want to engage in battle, one that nobody can win. Whether a troll or unhappy customer, they have nothing in common. Both want to be acknowledged. Let's dig deeper to help you determine if you're dealing with a troll. Here are five signs you're dealing with a troll. 
Number one, they'll try to make you angry. Trolls exist for the sole purpose of upsetting people. Got someone on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat stirring up trouble by starting arguments or posting inflammatory content? They're probably a troll, especially if they appear to be insincere in their comments, posts, or statements. Number two, they act entitled. Many trolls have an inflated sense of worth. They operate as if the world revolves around them, or that it should. Me, 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 great, 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 and all you others suck, or something like that. If you get this sense, you're probably infested with a detested troll. Number three, they exaggerate a lot. They use strong words like never and every, where most others would say infrequently and some. Using extremes and superlatives are ways to inflame people and a good sign you have a troll to deal with. Number four, they make it personal. Discussions, debates, arguments. A safe game for healthy talks among your online users until it gets personal, which is what trolls do. Rather than discuss a matter reasonably and logically, trolls attack an opponent's character. They'll call names and say things to appeal to feelings and prejudices rather than intellect. Five, they often can't spell. Trolls seem to suck at spelling and grammar. They spell words wrong, use words wrong, don't capitalize first words of sentences, avoid commas and periods, mix up words that sound the same but mean something different, say I a lot, same for explanation marks, type in all caps, and use made up and goofy words throughout a non-sensual sentence. Cornwell and Stanford Research did a study about antisocial behavior online. Trolls fail standards. Readability metrics for the stuff they write includes using less positive words and more profanity. Finds that makes it way easier to spot these and then using the F word instead of spelling it out, they would use other characters found on the keyboard. Also digital psychopaths. Yay, happy days. All these are fancy spelling. As you can see, trolls give themselves away pretty easily. Now that you've confidently identified one, what do you do with them? Now here are nine tips for handling trolls on social media. Number one, establish a policy. Most social networks have community policies for being respectful. Create one of your own too. As reminder of acceptable behavior for posts, comments and shares. Then if someone acts unbecoming or dastardly, point them back to your policy. Hey Joe, I'm nudging you with this friendly reminder about our community policy. No need for them to take it personally when it's written out right. Like how photographer Brandon Stanton did with his Humans of New York project. Brandon explains the comment moderation rules in a Facebook post. This made it simple for fans and followers to know and abide by the community rules. He tweeted, Hey everyone, wanted to say a quick word about the comments section. Been getting some email from people who have been banned, so I wanted to clear a few things up. First of all, nobody has actually been banned. Anyone can see the material. You may no longer be able to comment, but rest assured, this was not my decision. 
I have assistants who moderate the comments section, so I assure you, I did not make a personal decision to hate, persecute, silence, oppress you. And it keeps going. Number two, ignore them. Trolls cause negative reactions in others because they want attention. So then, just ignore them. Don't feel them. They want you to get upset. Don't give them the pleasure. Deprive them of their life force so they'll go dig somewhere else. This works sometimes. While you, as the social media admin, choose to ignore them, other well-meaning members might not. Now the troll is gaining the traction it craves and feeds on. Inactivity is no longer an option. No problem. Try a different strategy and avoid a tragedy. Number three, respond with facts. Are your trolls spreading rumors, wrong information, inaccuracies, or outright lies? Then disapprove any tales told by trolls with facts. Apple did. With a response to this video, which I will link on the comment section below, a lot of trolling followed rumors of this new bending iPhone 6. Apple took a stand. They admitted to an issue, which affected only nine customers in the first six days of going on sale. Rather than deny, they accepted and disclosed. The controversy soon went away. Do the same for your brand. Confess and address to rid the trolls of their fuel. Number four, diffuse with humor. Easy to say, harder to do. Done well, humor can humanize your brand and diffuse a situation. Sainsbury's Groceries got it right. They used jujitsu to go with, not against, the flow when responding to a disappointing chicken sandwich. Here's a tweet. October Jones says, Dear Sainsbury, the chicken in my sandwich tastes like it was beaten to death by Hulk Hogan, was it? Sainsbury's News replies, October Jones, really sorry it wasn't up to scratch. We will replace Hulk Hogan with Ultimate Warrior on our production line immediately. Sainsbury pulled this off because they did not ignore the customer. They recognized the problem, apologized, and mirrored the criticism with a witty reply. However, if your joke falls flat, that could keep the troll on a roll. Number five, block or ban them. Most trolls, most of the time, are annoying and usually harmless. However, sometimes trolls take things too far, like escalating to threats or hate speech. When they do, you can use your social media to block or ban them. Also, check the standards for appropriate content for that social network. If the trolls' posts are in violation, submit a report. Number six, correct mistakes. Listen to what people say on your social media accounts. If you catch a mistake, correct it. Let the person know what you did and explain why. If they're a disgruntled and reasonable customer, they'll most likely appreciate it because you listened, you responded, you made them feel heard, which is what we all want. And it can turn frustration into loyalty. Unless they're a troll, they'll not care. But it's all good anyway. Why? Because your community will hear it. You showed that you're listening. You reinforced your standards for appropriate behavior. Everyone can see how professional you handled it. Other trolls will know not to mess with you. You can't control what's said. You can control how you respond to what's said. All good things for your brand. Number seven, don't be baited. Similar to ignoring them, don't feed them either. If they're trying to be funny, their response could be just what they want for their pending punchline. 
If you don't respond, there's no joke. If you do respond, keep your cool with the ways and the reasons that were explained already. Number eight, don't delete their posts because that can escalate their bad behavior. Those Stanford Cornell researchers say that taking extreme action against small infractions can heighten antisocial behavior. They also found that if two users wrote posts of similar quality and one user's post got deleted unfairly, that user would more likely to write something worse in the future. And number nine, build a supportive, friendly community. Trolls are a fact of social media life. Make them your friend. Remember, your community is waiting to see how you handle them. Think carefully and thoughtfully about your response to a troll, then post it. The others will notice. You've given them a chance to police trolls for you. They'll most likely chime in to make trolls feel unwelcome. As Bradbury points out in his Guardian piece, take the high road. Whether it is a customer with a legitimate gripe or a troll with no intention of a good outcome. Being responsive and responsible will help you build a supportive community of followers. Ones that will respect and stand by you. This will make life for trolls difficult. They'll most likely move on to spill their digital bile elsewhere. I hope what was mentioned in this podcast will help you in your community. I'm Rockinell. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any comments about this episode, please comment where available or send them to Rockinell Show at rockinellentertainment.ca. I'll be looking forward to reading them. You can also hear the podcast from the Rock 103 website at rock103.ca. You can find a list of apps linked to the site. If you haven't joined our mailing list, you can go to the Rockin' Entertainment website at rockin'lentertainment.ca. I also have a video podcast on YouTube. Type in Rockin' in the search bar. Until next time, goodbye everybody. The Rockin' Show.